Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch. Brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Monday, June 6th, 2022. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, we've got the latest on guns legislation as Congress returns. Number two, what to watch on a possible reconciliation deal. And number three, January 6th hearings are set to begin. All right, Jake, let's get into it. We are coming off of a recess uh, where both chambers were out. A lot was happening behind the scenes. We've been covering every twist and turn here as it appears, you know, guns legislation is going to move in the House. And there is a lot of movement in the Senate in probably a much more serious way than any of us have seen in the past at least several months, if not years. Yeah, I think that's right. I mean, the big thing that's happening is these talks. So there's two sets of talks uh, between um, uh, number one, between John Cornyn and Chris Murphy, Texas Republican and Connecticut Democrat, who have talked in the past. This is a a, a reprisal of a, a original talks um, in the Senate. And number two is this larger bipartisan conversation that Murphy is having with a bunch of Republicans and Democrats that are mostly centering on uh, student safety, school safety, and um, uh, red flag laws. And these are, they're serious. And I mean, for the, this is the first time I, I, again, in a very, this is the most action we've seen in a long time. Let's put it that way. Now we were told that, uh, uh, there, the two sides are still trading paper at this point. And it doesn't seem to me just by kind of reading the body language that we're going to have a deal today or tomorrow. Could there be one this week? potentially, uh, I would say unlikely uh, sitting here this morning. But um, the politics, I mean, the big question, one of the big things I'll be watching this week is where Mitch McConnell lands. Um, Mitch McConnell is obviously a a linchpin here. He has blessed these talks between Cornyn and um, between, sorry, uh, uh, Murphy and Cornyn and uh, the bipartisan group, which includes Susan Collins and Pat Toomey. But is he open to red flag laws? Uh, that is something, or to encouraging red flag laws. That's something I'm going to be watching very closely. I imagine he'll be uh, uh, not forced because Mitch McConnell is never forced to answer anything, but he will be uh, asked this in the next couple days. Yeah, I mean, I think the other thing just to keep in mind, obviously, as this kind of package uh, potentially is getting crafted in the Senate. You have the House also continuing uh, to work and plan to vote this week on a series of gun control measures that was approved last week by the Judiciary Committee on a party line vote. Of course, these are not bills that are going to become law, but the House is moving forward um, no matter what. And these bills include raising the age for buying semi-automatic rifles from 18 to 21, banning high-capacity ammunition magazines prohibiting the sales of gun of ghost gun kits without a background check or serial numbers stamped on the parts used in assembling the weapon among many other things i think one of the things that is unclear is if they are going to be moving forward uh, with a, a assault weapons ban it's not clear right now if pelosi has the votes to pass it she has promised that there is going to be a vote on that, though. So you have this kind of momentum happening in the House while more of kind of it, what could potentially become law is actually being negotiated in the Senate. All right, let's move on to the number two story of the morning. Uh, reconciliation a word we have not uh, been talking about a ton over the past couple of weeks as uh, things had basically 
gone to a very slow halt between the negotiations between Senator Joe Manchin and Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer. We have been hearing a ton, though, over the weekend, from both on the Hill and K Street sources about a potential reconciliation deal between the two. Yeah, this has been the, the talk of the town, so to speak, Anna, um, bet- uh, in the last couple of days between um, uh, on K Street, on Capitol Hill. What will a rec? I mean, I, I had written off a reconciliation package, to be honest with you, Anna. I did not I did not think this was going to be a thing. Uh, I, I, I to be honest with you, I thought it would be um, uh, we had we were this was was gone. Um, but there has been conversations between Joe Manchin and Chuck Schumer uh, over the last couple of months. Quiet conversations. Remember, Joe Manchin wants any reconciliation package to be um, uh, basically uh, raising taxes on on a corporate tax reform, which raises taxes, uh, canceling some of the Trump era tax cuts, and also uh, climate policy. So I guess the thing is this. I don't think there's going to be be a deal on this this week. I think that, um, uh, quite frankly, it's unlikely this week. I mean, it's unlikely overall, but I would I would say it's unlikely this week for sure. But on top of that, um, like, I don't know if this is going to be what the Democratic base, what progressives are going to think of this. Is it better to have this than nothing? I mean, I'm not quite sure about how that's going to work. I'm not quite sure what to make of that at this point. So um, uh, this is surprising to me, but uh, we're going to hear a lot about this in the coming days and weeks. Yeah, I mean, I think the question, right, for Democrats, and it certainly, I mean, I agree with you. I think everybody, frankly, had written off one, not only because the last time these talks got close, they kind of blew up. Um, but the second part being just the time in the calendar, right? Like we are getting very quickly into election season. I do think there is some extra added pressure here for Democrats because I think most people you are put on truth serum, whether they're Democrats or not, believe they're going to lose definitely the House, if not the Senate. And so is this their last chance at trying to push through uh, some of these agenda items that are clearly on the administration's list, but also on a lot of Democrats' lists, right, in terms of being able to go into uh, the midterms with some momentum, uh, if if any at all. But that's going to be, I, I agree with you, I think the, the, de- the devil here is in the details. What do progressives think? Can they swallow something that is a much much smaller provision and that still there, there's going to be a lot of people that have want to know what's happening when it comes to you know the specifics of lowering prescription drug prices how is he actually thinking about addressing climate change the climate change piece i think is the trickiest for democrats because where mansion is is not where a lot of the democratic party is so you know and I, I, w- there's one other thing i want to mention here which is there's a forcing mechanism in theory for this uh obamacare affordable care act premiums go up as much as 50 percent in next year absent some change by Congress. Congress had um, uh, uh, put off or slowed some of those hikes during the pandemic as part of the American Rescue Package right after Joe Biden and uh, all Democratic Washington came into place. That is something that will be top of mind for Democrats as they start this process or as they continue to kind of trot along here. Is that a word, trot? If it isn't, I just made it up. As they trudge along here to uh, to get some sort of deal. Uh, and, and, you know, that's something we've been talking about a lot. Like, there has been no action-forcing mechanism here, by the way, on Yusika either, which is something we're not talking about this morning, but we're, something we're keeping an eye on. Um, and maybe that Obamacare stuff is that action-forcing mechanism. That's a really good point, Jake. 
All right, let's move on to the number three story of the morning. January 6th public hearings. The January 6th Select Committee is kicking off its long-anticipated public hearings this week, nearly one year after the panel first began its investigation, of course, led by Chair Benny Thompson and Vice Chair Liz Cheney. This is going to be a primetime hearing on Thursday at 8 p.m. There could be as many as six hearings, Jake. Um, we don't know who's going to be witnesses here. We know that these the hearing is scheduled for 90 minutes, although I, I could imagine it would go on longer given the kind of likelihood that a lot of the members who've been on this panel are going to want to speak. But this is going to be really that critical moment. A lot of people have been wondering that, you know, we've seen publicly somewhat what has happened in terms of where the kind of court cases have gone, where they have been trying to get and 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 force members of Congress and others to actually testify. Um, but we don't really know the full scope here. And behind the scenes, you know, you hear a lot of things. And so I think it's going to be really a, a critical moment for this panel. Yeah, I actually am uh, one to believe, uh, based on some reporting and some reading of the tea leaves, that there's going to be a lot here in these hearings. Um, I really do think there will be. I think this is going to. I think what they have is going to surprise people. Remember, this is just the first of um, as many as six hearings throughout this summer. Um, they're doing it this summer because a, if if Republicans take the House, Kevin McCarthy is going to either disband or completely overhaul this panel. Number two. Um, you know, this they they have the ability to get some attention right now. They think, um, but prime time hearing, Anna. We don't see many things like this. I imagine that um, uh, this is going to be really, really, really surprising. I mean, we all know what happened on January sixth, and the thing. Another thing I'm watching is like, how do Republicans? beat back on this. I mean, their whole thing is that this thing is illegitimate, and and if they have the goods, illegitimate or not, like. Who cares at that? You know, not who cares, but who if they have the goods, the illegitimate argument will fade into the back the background, I think, for sure. Absolutely. Something to, that we will be watching closely. And just a reminder, you can join us tomorrow morning in person or virtually. Uh, we, I'm going to be interviewing Representative Debbie Dingell, the Democrat from Michigan. We're going to talking about the impact of 5G on manufacturing, news of the day, uh, climate change, and a lot of other things. So um, it's going to be at 9 a.m. tomorrow Eastern time. Hope you will join me for that. You can sign up at the event hub at punchbowl.news. And with that, thanks so much for listening. Leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.